early morning or late nights. You're here at the right place. Get started with us on the right note. With Houcher, Nicholas, Andrew and me, Vivi, on Radio Pals, the sound of NUS. And welcome back to The Right Note, our second episode for the semester. You're with me, Andrew, Vivi, Nicholas, and Hauji. And yeah, you're here on The Right Note, only on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. So what are we going to talk about today, Hauji? Well, today, firstly, we'll be talking about, I guess you could call it our favourite unreleased songs. Because you know, mainly songs are like released like periodically by artists. I found yep. this definition on Google, actually. It mentioned that, there are different kinds of song release and that for singles, which are not what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> well, let's start with that first. Yep. For singles, there are actually songs that artists release to try to create hype for an upcoming album or mm. just to, you know, maintain their audience, you know, their, their awareness of them, things like that. So instead, today we'll be talking about the opposite of that, which is songs that are in albums but won't release as singles. Alright. Yes, alright. Yeah, so maybe I'll start with um, my favourite. So as you all know from last week, if you're tuned in, one of my favourite bands is actually Against the Current. And I guess for my favourite unreleased song from them, one of them might be called The Fuss. Mm-hmm. So I really like the song because uh, it takes a very slow start and then it builds up and then it's very gentle throughout and then it brings it back down again. So oh, I really nice. like it because uh, the words in the songs feel like they have a lot of emotion behind them. It shows that the artist was very like caught up in her thoughts, very frustrated by things and it felt as though she was trying to express it through the song and there was something that I really liked, like the, the idea behind the song. And so it has a nice beat to it and that was why mm. I really liked it. Oh, yeah. nice. Do you know what she was frustrated about? Yeah. Was it a... No, that's a very good question. So, so it's a yeah. mystery yeah, as of still, now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, okay, what do you think she was frustrated about? Based on the lyrics. What's your theory? Yeah. Hmm. I guess she was... She wasn't exactly frustrated about things. So just, she was just trying to convey that like frustration is the thing that like everybody faces. Mm. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Just her way of dealing with it was maybe to just release a song about it. Yeah, so, yeah that's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's an outlet to vent, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like making yeah. music. Hey, right. nice. Yeah, so... Andrew, what about you? Next. Okay, so for me, my song is Whatever by Oasis. So again, Oasis is, you know, part of the classics. It's an English rock band, most famously known for Wonderwall and Don't Look Back in Anger. I'm sure you've heard of those songs. And yeah, Whatever is one of their songs where you know, kind of fell through the cracks that you forgot it existed. Mm. But when you look at it and you realise, hey, actually, this song is quite nice. The lyrics behind it are really, really liberating when you listen to it. So, yeah, so some info for this song is it came out in 18 December 1994. So that's a thousand years ago. And uh, <laughs> it was actually their longest song yet at that point of time, which was at 6 minutes and 21 seconds. Wow. And yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Oasis's longest song is actually Champagne Supernova, which is seven minutes long. But at the time, in 1994, whatever was their longest song ever. So the lyrics are actually, like I said, really liberating because the song starts with, I'm free to be whatever, whatever I choose, and I'll sing the blues if I want. I'm free to say whatever, whatever I like. If it's wrong or right, it's all right. And yeah, it's a really wholesome song that just shows you the freeing aspect that uh, Liam and Noel Gallagher always tried to do in their music where they went with really crazy styles for a lot of their songs and it's quite ironic because the two of them uh, although they're in the same band they always fought and bickered a lot so this song whatever is really ironic mm. because 
it is totally the opposite of their working style where instead of just whatever accepting stuff they're always butting heads they're always having issues with each other but you know what's a band without this kind of drama right mm-hmm. if not yeah there's no fun in it yeah <laughs> it doesn't make it saucy it doesn't make it dramatic it just makes your career just you know flat and monotonous yeah, yeah you gotta have some some drama here and there some little bits of bickering yeah exactly the yeah. to keep it correct keep, correct. It alive, keep things know? lively yeah <laughs> so yeah so for me whatever by Oasis is my favourite Oh, sorry, one of my favourite songs that were, you know, fell through the cracks in the album. Ooh. Honestly, whatever sounds like the the creed, it is what it is. Like, you can just yeah. use it in any situation. Just That's, like, true. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> that could be quite a good, like, yeah. slogan to live by. Yeah, just whatever. I'm so stressed these days. It's good yeah. to just, like, chill. Chill and relax, right? Yeah, yeah. Midterms yeah. coming up, especially. Uh, yeah. Oh, Ooh. It's midterm season, guys. All the best. Yep. It's okay, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, if you're stressed, you know, you can do what against the current does, make a song. Ah, that's right, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, so Vivi, what about you? What's your favourite song? Unreleased for this, song. Yeah, unreleased song. Alright, my favourite unreleased song is actually called Lily by Alan Walker. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many of you guys have heard it because I came across this out of the blue. We were in class one day in JC, cleaning the classroom yeah. as usual, you know, you have duties and you clean the classroom. One of my friends with me, she's a big fan of Alan Walker mm-hmm. as well. So she was playing this song on her on her downloaded list of songs. And I was like, oh, wow, what's that song called? And then she was like, oh, it's by Alan Walker. And I was like, wow, I've never heard this song before. Mm-hmm. Because I realised it's not released as a single. And as usual, when songs are not released as a single, many people do not really know about them. So I found this song through her playlist and it's been on repeat ever since <laughs> and then just recently I was I found it again through my Spotify liked songs I was playing my liked songs and this came right. up and I was instantly brought back to that moment in JC mm. and, and mm. I was so struck by the lyrics the song is by Alan Walker he's a producer and the vocals are by Emily Hollow and K391 also I think helped with the production of the track so if you guys don't know he he did a song with oh I'm not sure what the song is called I'll find it in the <laughs> uh, I'll find it and put it in the playlist yes. K391 has a very nice song with another artist which I can't recall at the moment but it will be in the playlist so basically the, the lyrics sound like a fairy tale I'm not even kidding when I tell you the lyrics sound like a fairy tale it's explaining a typical fairy tale like scenario it's basically describing how a little girl was kept in a house like it made uh, me think yeah. of Tango like you know how Tango oh, yeah, 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 yeah. she was stuck in the tower yeah she, she was stuck yeah. in the tower and then one day she decided to go out in mm. based on the song, not the Tango movie, all right. Okay, so based, based on, the, on song. the song, the she decided to go out, and then when she go, went out, she it went. Was COVID. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, I'm sorry. laughs> and she realized no, she had to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> Outside was so cruel. I'm going it's back. Way too I don't cruel, want to do this. But this was way before the time of COVID. <laughs> it was released in 2018, so just two years just before, before the yeah, entire thing before. happened. Okay, got it. Yes. Yeah. So she was. She went out, then walking into the woods, she heard a voice. Like in the mm-hmm. woods And it, the voice was telling her Follow everywhere I go Top of all the mountains And valley lows And the lyrics continue I'm not going to read it out But from there You can already tell That it sounds very mystical yeah. So Fairy Tale is a horror movie yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You don't follow well, you, random, yeah, random voice in the forest you, Yo, <laughs> follow me To the highest highs And lowest lows yeah, sure. You'll be fine, don't worry yeah. 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 Bring, your, bring your friends yeah. Oh yes Bring your friends It'll be fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay, maybe it sounds more like a horror movie. Now. Yeah, it sounds stalkerish, more more like. <laughs> maybe the maybe the fact that it made made it sound so mystical and fairy tale like is the production on Alan Walker's side. So okay. you guys could should yeah. check it out. It'll be 
linked in the playlist in our description for this week's episode. So yeah, check it out and let us know if you think it's more of a horror horror movie vibe or fairy tale vibe. <laughs> yeah, we we also will go and listen and then we'll determine. Right? Yeah. We'll determine yeah. about we it. listen yeah. to yeah. random voices in the forest. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> random voices in the forest. Alright, taking it from yeah. fairy tale slash horror movie. Nicholas, what's <laughs> your favorite? Yeah, what's your favorite unreleased song? song? Uh, my favorite unreleased song, um, it's by Taylor Swift actually and so Ooh. I think I mentioned this last week I'm a big fan of songs that I hear on TikTok right yep. yeah. so this song is called uh, Don't Blame Me so if you, there, there are a couple of videos on TikTok where they'll show uh, love scenes from the movies it doesn't even have to be love scenes it could, it could mm. just be like someone doing something rashly yeah. Like, yeah. out of love right yeah. and then they'll yep. play the soundtrack Don't Blame Ooh. Me and everything so it caught my attention uh. so I, I went to like, find out more about the song and everything and then uh, it's interesting because you know it's all of Taylor Swift's songs everyone's always trying to guess yeah, like, yeah. who is the guy behind the song yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. who's the who's <laughs> right. the blanks like, who could it be who's right? the man yeah. Yeah. who's so, the inspiration <laughs> yeah yeah so okay there's, there's two like there's two parts to this story so basically uh, some people say like oh there is a there is a boy to this to this song okay. yeah. no, I'm not gonna say who so the fun of it is like you guys can just <laughs> yeah, go and just guess. Yeah. continue to guess or continue <laughs> to look it up right yep. yeah so, so there is a boy rumoured to be behind the song and, but there's also a flip side to this story like someone was saying that Taylor Swift actually created this song out of uh, or she did it like as if it's a satire song because oh, she's okay, been saying okay. like, the media's always saying she's a very like love drunk person she's always getting into relationships yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's a bit right. dramatic when it comes to her love yeah. life and everything so she said okay fine <laughs> then I'll just make a satire of this whole situation so she said okay mm. this song's about being love drunk being Ooh. obsessed with a relationship right. and just doing a lot of crazy stuff Right. so there's, there's two sides to, to the I guess the the message behind the story yeah. and honestly I think oh. nobody knows yeah, maybe you should call Taylor Swift down and ask her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll call her later yeah. Yeah, yeah, after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we gotta do this show, it's more important. Yeah, she can wait, honestly. <laughs> okay, yeah, Don't Blame Me by Taylor Swift. I've not heard of that actually. So, Same. So, Don't now check I'm it wondering... out on our playlist. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. It'll we'll all be down in, in the playlist. Yeah. But now I'm wondering that maybe I have heard the song in you the might TikTok. Have. I think maybe. you might have. Yeah, yeah probably, have. My, probably might have heard it. I'll check okay, it out after yeah, the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, so that is our four interesting takes on songs that are well weren't released as singles so yeah more of the story for how to song hot what was it hot fuss fuss called, uh, the fuss the fuss the sorry the fuss <laughs> hot <laughs> oh, sorry yeah <laughs> the fuss by against the current you know if you're angry go make a song yeah mm. then for mine you know whatever just live life yeah for Vivi is you know don't listen to any weird voices <laughs> don't listen to weird voices in the forest you never know where they're gonna bring you and yeah for don't blame me if you know people are talking trash about you just make fun of it and mm, talk trash that's back right. that's a good coping mechanism yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> not healthy but it, it works <laughs> a mechanism it's a mechanism <laughs> yeah with that that's our first segment talking about songs that were unreleased as singles and just hidden in the albums so we'll be right back real quick on our next segment which we like to call did you know that and we'll be talking about a specific band that we talked about last week no points or guesses and we'll catch you in a couple of minutes so yeah this has been The Right Note on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Be sure to follow us at Radio Pulse on Instagram, R-A-D-I-O-P-U-L-Z-E. And welcome back to The Right Note right here on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Again, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Radio Pulse, that's R-A-D-I-O-P-U-L-Z-E. And now we're back to this segment that we did last week, 
where we talked about Against the Current. This week's edition of Did You Know That? We'll be talking about bum bum bum. How to? May you have the honors? Why don't we? Alright, All right. so why don't we talk about why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, I like that. That was that was well done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. The, the long break was for me to think about that. <laughs> okay, yeah. So why don't we? Uh, shorten to WDW. No, uh, please don't call is that, that true? No, do not. No one does that. that? No, nobody does, does that. that. Nobody okay. does that. <laughs> all right. So nobody this website that. is lying to me. Okay. I don't know who does that. But big all right. News, big news. Why don't we are an American boy band consisting of five members, and they were formed in 2016. A much simpler time, if you remember that year. One of the best years of my life. But yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> and yeah, the band is uh, American boy band pop mainly is their main genre, and they have cited Justin Bieber as their main musical inspiration. It's quite interesting. And in addition, they also have Five Seconds of Summer, Boys to Men, The Beatles, Drake, Ed Sheeran, and Childish Gambino, just to name a few, as their main sources of inspiration. No, that's a widespread yeah, of it is. different music genres, if I do say so myself. Yeah, we'll get into the songs and the music in a bit, but yeah, how to? Let's have a word about the band members of Why Don't We, who okay. are the five... Five guys, if you may. Right, yeah. yes. So, this, there are five people in the band, and they're all guys. So, five guys. Five guys. Yes. Five guys? Right. Five guys. Favorite fast food place. Yeah, yes. so good. Right, so for the first guy, we have Jack Robert Avery. So, he was born in California. Yeah. But raised in Pennsylvania. Wow. Yeah, so... American. American indeed, you know. Okay, so we have our first American. Place. Okay. Yeah. Born in one place, but raised in another. Yep. And that's why they always say born and raised. <laughs> right. Yeah, so a little bit more about him. He actually released a solo single called Liar in 2016. And he was part of the Meet and Greet Tour Impact. Yep. Okay. And then yeah. he also actually starred in a short film called Fearless Five. Do you know that? Fearless oh my Five? gosh, I'm Wait, finding out new stuff as Fearless well. Fearless Five? I've yeah. never so heard of that. Is it a film about them? Or That's a very good question. Like, I think I it was a solo project. Yeah. I think it was a solo project. Because yeah. I do know that all of them, they were, most of them were solo artists before they came together as a band. So mm. maybe I'll plug that story because you brought <laughs> brought that up. So right. they were all, they each had a solo career. Bef- not each of them. I think four of them had a solo career before they started the band. So they basically just met. Or I think they were going out for a holiday or something. Then in the Airbnb, they met and then they were just like jamming out because they all do music. One of them brought a guitar. They were just jamming out. Mm. And they realized that, oh my gosh, all our voices sound so good together. Why don't we create a band? Why don't we? Why don't we? That's really? actually really? how they came up wow. with the name. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, okay. That's now interesting. We know why. Yeah, now, now we know why. why. <laughs> okay, why yeah. We? Yeah, so moving on to our second person, which is Corbin. Yeah. yeah Corbin. I yeah. his name right, right? Yes, yeah, Corbin. Corbin. Yeah. I'm my cousin, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> with the Y as well. Of course, yeah. Corbin with a Y. With blue eyes as well. Yeah, with blue eyes, yeah. Yes, blue eyes. So, yeah, it's actually two people in the band that have blue eyes, the other being Daniel. So, yeah, it's not a very common thing in Singapore over mm. here. So, something that we all really like. Right? The four of us do oh. really like blue eyes. Vivi so. has been especially... Yeah, she's been <laughs> talking okay. about the blue eyes even off air. It's I mean, <laughs> they are very smart as well. I did tell you guys about how smart, like smart as in like intelligent smart. I mean, they do look smart. But yeah. Daniel mm. is the producer for the band. He's the main producer. So he does all the music production stuff. So, which I really look up to as well. So fun fact, mm. he actually inspired me to do music production myself. So Ooh, I, now we know. I, all right, Daniel, C- <laughs> Daniel CV. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just sorry. If you're hearing this, you know, you've inspired generations. That's true, yeah, that's maybe. true. So I owe Daniel my um, Send music him your production. 
<laughs> yeah, just DM oh, him your mixtape actually. I wanted to yeah. actually. Wow, Daniel, if you're listening to this, I mean, I did do a show for EML for Electronic Music okay, Lab. Okay, okay. So I performed one of my arena pieces, and I, I want one of the songs. Uh, I mean, sorry, one of the sections in the yeah. song that I produced was actually inspired by a track that Daniel posted, like a snippet okay. of. Ah, so maybe, maybe I will show you guys one day, but. Yeah, yeah, I'll put it up on my Instagram. All Daniel, right, if you see this, right. okay, now, we we this. now we have to. Now we have to. No, yeah, no choice. He has to yeah, come down. He has to come down. Okay. <laughs> Calling him later. Yeah. Call Taylor Swift. Call Daniel. Okay. <laughs> to do list. To do right. list. Yeah. All right. Moving on next, we have Zachary. All right. Well, there isn't much about him other Zach. than, well, he's the youngest member in the group. He's. 21? Yeah, he's 21. Yeah. He's, 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 he's your as, age. Yeah. yeah, he's as old as, old as me as well. And yeah. he's so accomplished. Here. Can you imagine? Yeah, people like our age are like doing so well. And then yeah. they're like here, hey. like trying to do well. <laughs> trying to do well. Not doing very well. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we're in the best uni in Asia, so it's true. we're doing well Ooh. somehow, I guess. Right, right. Let's see if we can yeah. kill it up. Let's yeah. <laughs> But you say he's, he's a mystery man, like you don't have much information about him. Yeah, apparently there isn't much. All we know is that, well, I guess he sang in a choir as he was growing up. Ooh. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Before he was part of the band of Why Don't We, he actually covered some songs on YouTube mm. and oh. actually produced two singles by himself called uh, Time Lapse and Why. Yeah. Alright, he's got that background. Has, has anyone yeah. heard of those before? I mean, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm about it now. Of course, a super fan of course, has. Of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> right, she'll share more about them later. Okay, so now, next guy. to our next guy, Jonah. Mm-hmm. And now, we had the youngest, and now we have the oldest. <laughs> right, right. Before Why Don't We, they were actually musicians on their own. So like they actually like, did music on their own and stuff. So as for him, he actually had a following on You Now mm-hmm. and actually released an album. For anyone who doesn't know, You Now is like the, the old version old. of Twitch. Yeah. It's a streaming, streaming. platform. Yeah. Wow, I did not it's know a, that. Uh, yeah, it's a streaming platform. Yeah, I was pretending so. that I knew that. Yes, sir. At first I saw I thought it was YouTube. Yeah, I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> It's you now. Okay, so yeah, I guess you now. Yeah, I that you now was. Yes, correct. Okay, last man. Moving on to last guy, Daniel, Mister Blue Eyes. Mister (laughs) Daniel. Yeah, so um, like you mentioned, he's actually the main producer for the band, and he can actually play over twenty instruments. Yes, it's so cool. You guys, if y'all can check out his Instagram, I think he posted on Twitter. Sorry, TikTok as well. So he posted this. uh, He has a he bought a new loop machine. You know what? I mean, if you guys don't know what a loop machine is, it's usually <clears throat> so basically, you play something, you record it into the loop machine, you press the pedal, and it will loop for you. Okay. Yep. Mm, then yep. you can record okay. other instruments on top, top of, of it. Music yes, that's right. Yeah. So you basically okay. stack stuff on right. top okay. of each other. Okay. So he posted two videos on his TikTok showing how he used the loop machine to cover two songs. One of them... Shucks, let me pull it up right now. One of them... The most recent one was... Well, I really can't remember. Sorry. The song that goes... Daniel's going to be hurt now. Daniel's going to be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you can't remember my my song? No, it's not his song. Well, it's, it's a not, cover. It's a, it's cover. a TikTok song. The one that... Oh, sh- I, I should know this. Know, I wish I knew you wanted me. Or something like that. I can't remember the song. Oh, I, know what, I, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the TikTok song, but... Leave it in there for Oh, it's called... One of the songs is by Bon Iver, actually. You know what? Okay. It's not copyrighted. I'm going to... I'll let you hear a little bit of the song. Okay. So that's a guitar. Mm-hmm. And he loops it. And he's going over to the drums. Oh, sorry. And he loops the drums. Doing vocals. 
Wow. Man. Okay, what's, what's, could, what's, most, never... what's most impressive, right, is that he's doing it in real time. So yeah. the whole time when you were describing he's... it, I thought you meant like he was actually cutting and No, 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 no. So but he... now I'm looking at the, the TikTok and it's yeah. like, he's doing it in real time. He's like, doing it in real time. He's moving so from he... instrument to instrument. Yeah. Yes, he has crazy. this entire setup in his room with the guitar on one stand, then the drums on the other side, a standing mic for him mm. to do vocals, wow. as you guys heard just That's now. Talent. So it's amazing. He's known for being the instrumentalist of the band wow. so right, right. the second song if y'all want a snippet of it this is the TikTok song that I think okay, Nicholas okay. will definitely I, know, I should know this. Yeah. you should know this vocals on loop yeah hmm. onto the synth and the drums while all the things are on wow. loop He's so talented. Yeah. So, it's a so, one-man oh, show. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the one-man show. Never yeah. So, yeah, no, you should check out Daniel CV's yeah. uh, TikTok page as well. Maybe we'll plug in for you <laughs> as well. At CV Daniel. At S-E-A-V-E-Y underscore D-A-N-I-E-L. So, y'all should check out Daniel's TikTok. So, you can really... Mm, it's a, loops it's a It's amazing to watch, yeah. you know. It's yeah. like how Ed Sheeran performs as well. If you guys didn't know, Ed Sheeran, when he performs, like on tour... He's, it's just his guitar, vocals, and the loop machine. There's no backing track. Wow. There's Whoa, no backing man. track. That's cool. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. Because I yeah. went to watch him when he came in 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go watch him just because I wanted to, to see, see him perform happen. like that. Right, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's cool. And he's really impressive. Because he had two two guitars, if I'm not wrong. So basically, he will interchange between yeah. the songs. Yeah. Yep. But he will play it on loop and then he'll record his guitar, play it on loop, run around the crowd, like run around <laughs> the stage, like hype up the audience and everything, come back to the loop, <laughs> stop the loop and play again. And it's, it's so <laughs> oh. incredible to watch. So yeah, definitely something you should what check out. What an experience, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they did credit Ed Sheeran as inspiration. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, Daniel CV. Daniel. So, well, I guess those are the five members of the band and now we'll be moving on to Vivi who will tell us a lot more about their music. Yeah, she's, she's doing a whole analysis on her <laughs> tablet right here, <laughs> writing notes. So there's a lot to listen to, so buckle up. Let's get on to the music. Let's start with the first thing that they, they did as a band. So basically, when they were living together, they did this thing where they did mashups. So mm. mashups of two songs that everybody will know. Okay. So they yeah. will do mashups and it will be... I wouldn't say a cappella, but it will be vocals and Daniel will be playing the guitar. Okay. So it's another right. mesmerizing thing yep. to watch. Okay, yeah. And they had Logan Paul who they were friends before. Oh, so I know Logan? he has a bad rap. That was not oh, the name no I was way. expecting you to. I know, <laughs> okay. I know he has a bad rap, but they were friends before. Right, I, they're no longer right. friends now, I think, but I'm Oof. not too sure. Cannot speculate mm. anything. But he, they were friends back then and then he would help record the videos for them and let me tell you he did a really good job recording okay. the videos mm. he did a very professional job the videos are very mesmerizing yeah, I would say he's a good content creator Logan Paul, yeah, yeah he's a very good content creator so I would say he knows he knows what he's yeah, doing yeah he, he really knows does. how to do like filmography stuff so oh, maybe y'all wanna hear it yeah, maybe I would sure, let y'all hear one of my favourites was when they did oh this was one of my favourites so I will let y'all watch it and you guys listening on our Spotify will be able to hear <laughs> part of the song. You gotta move it slowly Taking in my body like it's holy I've been waiting for you for this whole week I've been praying for you my Sunday Oh, whoa, 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 did not expect that. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
You all can't see right now, but Vivi's eyes are lighting yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, she's so excited. Eyes are lighting up. <laughs> yeah, listen to the harmonies. Did you guys? Okay, that's just a snippet. Y'all can check it out. Actually, it would be very difficult to check it out. So let me know if you guys want to hear the the mashups. It's on their Instagram page, but I'm pretty sure you had to scroll all the way down right. <laughs> to find the mashups that they did. So this was um. I, yeah, y- y'all were very shocked at the transition, right? Yes, I and was. The, Did not expect that yeah, at, all, at all. The harmonies and everything. And if you guys were watching it just now, so filming was also really well done. Definitely something to check out. Why don't we... That, that's how they started doing mm. their music. So they did mashups. And then after doing mashups, they released a few EPs. Their first one was called... Only the Beginning? Is that the yeah, first one? Only yeah, Only the Beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. One of the songs that I think I've heard it on the radio before but it was mm. so long ago I didn't know about them back then it's called Something Different I'm pretty sure if I name you the title right now you guys wouldn't know yeah. what but song no, it is okay. <laughs> for those who know yeah, yeah for those who know I'm pretty sure it's been played on the radio back then I think it was like 20 I'm not even sure 2017 2016 around there I'm pretty sure I heard it on the radio because the second time I heard it it sounded so familiar so Mm. definitely I think it was played on the radio before so after releasing a few EPs they went in to release an, a full-length album, the Eight Letters album. And this was when mm. they actually gained more fame. So, yes. Right. Yeah, Nicholas has heard a few songs as well, right? From the Eight Letters album. I have. I had no idea it was them at first. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that I think there's a big group of people who, like me, Andrew, we were just yeah, saying. We yeah. Like we, we know their songs, actually. Yeah. Just that yeah. we didn't know it was them. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Yeah. So it's like it's quite cool because I didn't know that y'all knew so many of their songs. Cause we in didn't my know head, as well. We yeah. were just like we, we didn't know it was them. Yeah, they were just nice songs. Oh, it's, That's it's so nice to hear that. Cause in my head, I th- I still like see them as like a small band, but I know they're not. You know, they they yeah. gain more fame from the Eight Letters album, and the leading si- single Eight Letters was the one that brought them into more mm, fame as yeah. well. So, mm. yeah, after that. After releasing that album, they went into one of the coolest things I've ever seen an artist do. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but I'm I think they are the first artists to have done something like this. Basically what they did was at the beginning of the year, they decided to release one song every month. Whoa. Yeah. So they released one song yes. every single month. Yes. And at the end of it, I thought they would put out an album with all the 12 songs, yeah. but they didn't do that. So oh, a bit that's disappointed. Effort. That's, effort, though. <laughs> that's so cool because yeah. I don't know. I think it was to probably get them on the like mm. get the ball rolling yeah. to like write more songs and produce more music. So get that out as an artist, you know, like yeah. for the I wouldn't say practice, but like you know how yeah, it's creative outlet. Like, yeah, yes, it's a that's creative right. dumb. You know, yes, just keep doing right. things, doing things <laughs> until something inspires you even more and yeah, yeah it can create even better stuff. That's right. So the I would I call it the out of twelve series. I have a Spotify <laughs> album. I just named it the out, out of twelve series, like <laughs> slash twelve. Out of the twelve, which is your yeah. favorite? Ooh, that's a good question. Out of the twelve, my favorite is actually the second one that they released. So that fair. I let okay. I let yeah. I let you guys listen to it earlier. It's called Cold in LA. Oh, that's, that's cool. it's yeah, so that's good. One, okay. That's one of my favorite. Also because. I heard one of the interviews that they did, they were talking about how they produced the song and they did a lot of vocal, like stacking mm. on top. Stacking as in like layering of yeah. different right, right. Um, music layers on top of each other, basically in like simple terms. So you can really hear that in the the final song that they, they released. So you actually put some good headphones in and be prepared for a musical <laughs> journey with that song. So, okay, so that was the second one. The first one is called Big Plans. And okay, I, I think yeah. I will explain just a few because this one was has a very I would say it's a very inspiring story as well because 
when they were going to release it, being tied to a label, you need to get approval from the label to release the music. So this was one of the songs that they were very passionate about and they thought that it would get it would be very big after they release it. But their label their label or their management were not they were not for releasing that song. Oh, so the they first roadblock. Yeah, yeah. They didn't feel like the song was good enough and they didn't feel like it should be released as a single. So the band had to put push very hard to get this song out because they were very sure that it would do very well. And I'm so glad that they won the fight because it is amazing. Like mm. I don't think I don't think even they imagined how big the song would be yeah. in the end because it re- received so many I think it recently not even recently, I think two or three one or two years ago it, it reached a million streams on wow. Spotify yeah so I think that's wow I was so proud after hearing <laughs> that if it yeah. is, it's like wow I loved it yeah so that's Big Plans y'all should check it out because I think the story behind that song is very nice and mm. based on that story you could tell that this was this song was something that the band really enjoyed to produce enjoyed to make and a song that the band liked so that to hear something that they liked as well was a very sort of a nice change of music for yeah, me as well. So right, right. there's a lot more interesting <laughs> songs from the Out of Twelve series <laughs> that I like to call it. Uh, yep. There's even a Christmas song in there, oh. which is was it in December? It was in November. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> okay, it was in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone listening be like, "What? What? It's Christmas already?" <laughs> but the Christmas song is called "With You This Christmas," and I will talk about mm. it because this song is it's a Christmas song, but it doesn't really feel like a song that you will only listen during Christmas time. Does that make sense? Because mm. I know there are some songs that are very Christmassy. Christmassy, yeah. Like it's know? weird to listen it's, to it. Yeah. At the part of it's year. weird yeah, to yeah. listen illegal to it. It's illegal to listen to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels illegal to yeah, listen to it. Yeah, but I would say this song is definitely not one of those songs. It's not very Christmassy. Yep. And it's, it also has the Christmas vibe to it. So mm. it's a very very good in-between song. So okay. you can listen to it that's in like... That's why it's in November. Yeah, yeah that's why okay, it's in November. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to it in middle of July and be like, oh, that's an amazing song. So right. yeah, with you this Christmas. And also, fun fact, this was the first song that Daniel and the boys did completely by themselves. So Daniel did the production mm. completely mm. by himself. By himself, And the boys, the, together, they all did the writing. They wrote the mm. song by themselves. So this was the first step into going in that direction yeah. of self-writing, self-writing and self-producing, self-producing. Ah, music. that's good for them yeah so with that they released after this out of 12 series mm-hmm. they released a lot of other they released an album a, their second studio album it's called The Good Times and The Bad Times yeah. I love the title and this was after releasing the Out of 12 series because they've been touring non-stop so they took a break and then coming back from the break they released this album and this album is the first album that after coming back from the With You This Christmas, right? They've self-produced, self-wrote. This album, self-produced and entirely self-written. So mm. all the songs are written by themselves mm, nice. and produced by Daniel. So you can tell how heartfelt this album yeah. is. Listening to the songs, the lyrics are written completely by them. By them. Yeah. So you can tell, and the production also, the production-wise, you can really tell how talented and how skilled Daniel is through the product, through mm. this album. You can tell mm. the production is amazing. And yes, they did get help from a few people, but most of it was solely done by them. Right. So, wow, I really mad respect to these guys because yeah. that is amazing to hear. And yeah, there are a lot of good songs on this album. And I think, Nicholas and how you realize that they listened to Fallen before. So Fallen was the lead single of the album. Right. And okay, yeah, okay, yeah. It was another song that they heard but didn't know it was by them. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah and I was and I was just looking at at, at, a, at like fun facts about that song, right? So mm. apparently, like you said, they, they wrote it by themselves and yeah. he did it within forty five minutes if I'm not wrong. Yeah, Boy, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so <laughs> the five of them were sitting down and they're just talking about oh, I need that like, level <laughs> in love and how yeah. like it can feel like it's never ending. And then yeah, before they before they, they know it, right, they're done with the song. Yeah. Like, okay, wow. we'll release it. Yeah. And it's a and it's a big, big hit. Yes, yeah. it's a big, big oh, hit. I'd love to have that level of productivity. Right. Anytime. Let's make a right. song like, like that, forty five <laughs> minutes done, ready to go. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. And I guess another fun fact about the song was initially, before it was named Falling, can you guys guess what the song was titled? Maybe it wouldn't be the title of the song. It was the name of the file that they were working on the production. What? Untitled? One, no. Draft, <laughs> draft one. Guess. Draft one. Draft one. <laughs> final one. Yeah. Final, final. Final, final, final. final. <laughs> it was actually called the Mango White Claw song. What? If you guys didn't know, White Claws are the, beverage the drink, in, yeah. the, in the US. Uh-huh. And... One of the members, Jack Avery, he walked into the studio that day holding a mango flavored okay. white claw. And then they decided to name the file Mango White Claw. <laughs> and it came out as Fallen so in 45 minutes. So I think that's, wow. that's a pretty good hit. Yeah, I'll wow, name all my files like Ice Milo or something. <laughs> whatever you're holding, whatever I'm holding yeah, my whatever hand today. Yeah, for, yeah whatever you have for breakfast. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So why don't we wrap up this segment? Yeah, yes. we just heard a lot on this edition of Did You Know That? Why don't we edition WDW edition just to no, trigger? We're not, we're not, we're not oh, calling it. It's just a trigger. We're not calling it. The fan base knows that. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna burn, burn down the studio. <laughs> but yeah, that was this week's edition of Did You Know That? Hope you learned something new about Why Don't We? And we'll be right back really shortly. You've been listening to the Right Note here on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Welcome back to The Right Note here on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. And yeah, you just came out from our previous segment, Did You Know That? Why Don't We? edition for this week. And we're going to this new segment that we call Damn, That's Deep, where we talk about songs and their meanings. So we dig deep into the lyrics and the reasons why they're written as well as, you know, analyze it even further and even deeper. Because a lot of these songs, although may sound just like casual songs, they actually have a lot of thought when written by the songwriters. So to start us off, Nick, what song do you have for us today on Damn, That's Deep? Alright, the first song, or the, the song that I've chosen, uh, is Heavy by Linkin Park. Mm. Oh, I love that song. It is a good song. Yeah. It's a very deep song if you I think know, about it. I've heard of that. Yeah, so basically the song, right, is about very heavy emotions mm. and these emotions, they overwhelm you. Yeah. So the, the band members actually sat together to talk about how they should write the song. So they actually took the time to share about their problems and everything. And it was during this like discussion that they found out that oh actually they're going like they're all going through really like difficult stuff going through tough times and they yeah. didn't know about it until they actually talked about it no so that's something interesting because like you really don't know what the person beside you is going through until he actually speaks up about it as, as you know Linkin Park the, the lead singer Chester Bennington unfortunately he, he took his own life yeah and I guess that's that's why the song has even more impact now because mm-hmm. if you look at the lyrics right it goes I'm holding on why is everything mm-hmm. so heavy and then it's so much more that I can carry and then there's another line that says, if I just let go, I'll be set free. So I guess there's really a lot of baggage that people carry. And more often than not, we don't talk it out. And I think that's a very, very big uh, deal. Yeah. That's yeah. a very big issue. Like, it's, it's really not healthy and almost impossible to hold everything and try to do everything by yourself. You really need to just, like, talk it out, find someone to just hang out with. Yeah, actually, the, the funny thing about this song, right, was it didn't do well when it first came out. Mm. Really? 
like people were saying, wow. this not this not how not Linkin how Park yeah, this not how Linkin Park yeah. should be. Is the entire album, if I'm not wrong? Right? I I think so. I think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah this were, this album it yeah, got this so album much flag because it was so off. Yeah, I yeah. hated that though because after Chester Bennington passed away, they all realised that Sunny the, the song had so much, so much meaning. Yeah. Yeah. They he, had so much meaning in them. Yes, yeah. I'll let you continue. Yeah, he was he was literally like just yeah. singing his his thoughts, his, his emotions, out, and everything. And, and people were just like this. Yeah. Like why are you not jamming it out? Yeah, it out? exactly. Yeah. So basically, before you yeah. judge, y'all should think about what others are going through. Yeah, you know? it was, yeah. yeah. And it was their last album that. Featured Chester. It was actually. his last album. Yeah, yeah. That's so sad. Right, there's so much like grief and emotions yeah. with yeah. this song, uh, Yeah, but I guess that's how it is, love. We don't appreciate mm. things until they're they're, they're over. Gone. I guess. Yeah. 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 they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. That's right. All right. right. So, how to? How to? Right, so now we're moving on to me, and this is actually one of the songs that I go to when I'm feeling a little bit down low, mm, okay. or like just you know everybody feels low sometimes. So I just go to this song because uh, it actually got recommended to me in one of my playlists, which I named Emo Nemo because yeah. <laughs> I love the name. Yeah. We all have emo moments. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it actually came in like a recommended song, so I just like listened to it because it started like really mellow. So I was like, oh, yeah. okay, it really caught my attention because it's really mellow. Mm. After like the song started with the lyrics, right? So it starts with that uh, I thought that everybody gets older. But I guess that's not the case. So oh. when I heard that, I was like, why? Like, first of all, why does he say that? So I yeah. continued listening, right? And then I realised that it's actually a song about, like, um, it's kind of, like, related to suicide-ish oh. thing, yeah? And then he actually, like, uh, mentioned that he actually didn't want to pull out the song at first because it felt very wrong to, like, commoditize grief oh. and the emotions that people go through, mm-hmm. especially if it isn't his own. But then he was like, you know what? He's just going to, like, he said that he sent it out slowly to his like, close family <laughs> and friends. And then the response was overwhelming to him. And then yeah. it made him like reevaluate like the song's potential place in the world because it reminded him of what like he has turned to music for for countless times. Mm. Just like to understand things when words and actions weren't enough. Wow. Yeah, and I think that he really brought it like through the song because there's this particular line that says, Right when I read the last text that you said, because I'll oh. never see those three dots there again. Oh, oh so, my god. Yeah, he links his thoughts to like what you can actually bumps. see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you look at it and you're just like, wow, what if like someone very close to you like moves on yeah. or like passes away and then like the last thought of them is a message that they send to you and then they're never going to get it again. Yeah. It's just there. And then like another part that hit me the most also was like the next part. He also says like, he doesn't know what to say to the person's little brother because when things happen and like people move on, right, you, you don't know what to say to those around them. Yeah. But you're feeling it worse than you, you know, so... It's kind of like a very hard moment and I think he, he brought it through a song. Uh. Yeah. And then he also like, in the chorus he keeps on saying this like, I never said goodbye and now it's sinking in. So oh. it really makes you think of, do we really appreciate the things around us when we actually have them and like mm. when things disappear, that's when we really feel that like we really needed that and it's yeah. not there anymore for us. Yeah. So yeah, before you, know, you do anything in life, look around you and appreciate the small things. Mm. Yeah, because sometimes they are the things that matter the most and you don't realise that at that point of time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, beautiful. That's very beautiful. I think, oh, that's, a, I think that's a good reminder, but I personally like struggle with that. Like I, I, I think it's very hard to enjoy the moment. So I really mm, need the right. constant reminders. Like okay, mm, slow yeah. down. Yeah. Look around. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. Man. Especially now in the midterm season, guys. Yeah. I hate yeah. to bring it up, Mid-terms. but it's extremely important to yeah. know that you know midterms are not the end of mm-hmm. the world. It's okay if you can't finish studying. There's more to life than yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. So just stop and look around. Yep. Maybe. Yeah, enjoy yeah. the little things. So just yeah. take... I'm going to say something my friend has told me like a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah. I don't know if, she, wisdom. if she'll hear yeah. this, but, but she basically said, whatever you do, take things one step at a time. Yeah. Oh, that's Because when yeah. things are very like overwhelming, right, just break them down and 
one thing at a time. Yeah. Yeah. I love You're how simple up. yet super so meaningful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. She's so really powerful. good at giving advice. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, I heard of this story so basically it's like this uh, this is a guy walking through a forest. A forest again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no random voices. Yeah, yeah. Right. Back to the forest. Right. He doesn't have light or anything. The only light source that he has is, is the moonlight, right? Yeah. It's not very strong so you can't really see what like the f- the the road ahead of you is yeah. pitch black, yeah. Except mm. like this small glimmer of moonlight, and then wow. he was wondering how he should he should walk. Yeah. Then he remembered this advice that someone said, like it doesn't you don't have to look at the road ahead of you. Just can you see your step? Like can you see the next step that you're about to take? Oh, and he was wow. like, yeah, I can. It's good enough. So you just keep looking wow. at your next step, and yeah. then that's good enough. Eventually, you'll find the end of the road, and you'll get out of the forest. Wow, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah, that's very yeah. meaningful as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So guys, keep your heads up and uh, just keep swimming. Yep. Dory yes, says, sir. So yes, Emo Nemo. Emo Nemo. So now we'll be moving on to Andrew who will be telling us more about his song. Yep. So yeah, back to the 80s era, you know, oldie songs. Okay, so this is a song by Tears for Fears. You may have heard of it called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Ooh. If you haven't, well, check out in the playlist, all right? So yeah, this is the biggest song that Tears for Fears had. It peaked to number two in their country of Britain, wow. where they're from. And it topped the charts mostly everywhere else because of the song and its meaning during the climate when it was released. So it was released in the 80s. And the main chorus is most of freedom and of pleasure. Nothing ever lasts forever. Everybody wants to rule the world. Which is uh, quite a serious song because it's about people wanting power and how warfare and misery you know, spreads a lot spreads a lot when people are trying to fight for power. So the bridge of the song talks about, you know, these are two lines that I'll read word for word, which is, there's a room where the light won't find you, holding hands while the walls come tumbling down. So this song, sorry, these lines, you know, keep in line with the theme of the song, which is about nuclear war. And it was mm-hmm. a reference to how fallout shelters are, you know, places where you'll be safe from the blinding light of nuclear right, explosions. Right. And holding hands, you know, this song was written during the tensest part of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. when the US and Russia were having really, really bad tensions and, you know, they're all having the arms raised trying to see who can outdo each other in the weapons that they have. And yeah, this song is a really... Actually, although it sounds really nice, it sounds really vibey when you listen to it, when you dig deep into the lyrics, actually, it's quite a powerful message that they send where they're using this song as a political message, trying to bring awareness to the issues that the world is facing, where two of the largest superpowers are at war with each other and, you know, they could be on the verge of doing something stupid. And yeah. You never know, you know, these songs really put things into perspective. And it's so crazy how powerful a song can be when they're spreading out a message to these things. So yeah, that's my song in a summary. And let's bring some sunshine into this conversation. <laughs> All right, where we've gone over the dark and dreary and bleak parts of the deep songs that we have. And let's move on to Vivi, who has something a little bit more upbeat for us. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. everybody's been talking about the sad meanings of the sad... I mean, the meanings of the sadder songs in the world right now. But I want to draw your attention to one of the songs, again, by Why Don't We? But mm-hmm. this song... It's also from the album that I mentioned the last time, the, mm. the Good Times and the Bad Ones, self-produced and self-written album. So this album, as I mentioned earlier, is all written by themselves. So you could say that whoever wrote the song, it was written based on personal experiences, maybe their feelings towards someone or something. Yeah, so let's just get into the song. The title is Love Song. And you can tell... Okay, so basically before I went to search who wrote who wrote the song and who did the song, I already had a hinge of who, who this might have been okay, about. Guess I guess who it was, okay. who it was written by. And then yeah. I went to search the album sleeve to see who wrote the song. And it was written by none other than Daniel CV. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's cool because at the time he was dating this this girl. 
girlfriend at the time. And it was sort of a out of nowhere sort of relationship because the fans expected it after like pictures that came mm. up and things like that. Yes, but the soft bef- launch, right? Yeah, soft <laughs> launch. But it was an unintentional sort of uh, public relationship. So nobody expected it before that. And then when people got the clues and everything, I mean, obviously it was a big thing. But before that, it was more of the on the down low. And it was uh, more of... Uh, under wraps. No, under yeah, yeah, the relationship under wraps, was yeah. under wraps. <laughs> but you could tell by the lyrics. The lyrics are very nicely done as well because it doesn't go like a typical love song. Mm. It doesn't talk about how, oh, the girl is very pretty, the girl, like that kind of thing, you know? It's not yeah. the typical love song that you would think it is. It's more of a personal reflective sort of song so basically the lyrics go I wrote another love song baby about you mm-hmm. I've written one for every second without you and it goes like this and then he does really cool vocal runs which I'm not gonna try and do an impression of because <laughs> I know I can't but he did amazing vocal runs and it it basically from that first line the first few lines you can already tell that it's a very reflective piece yeah. so he's mm-hmm. talking about I've written a love song for every second without you you know, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I felt so, I felt that line was so powerful. And then the way he sort of demonstrates, it goes like this, and then he does the really cool vocal runs. He's sort of writing the song oh, as... Narrating yeah, his, he's narrating right, the yeah. song as it is, as you're hearing it. Yeah. So it's a very different perspective of love songs that are from, from the ones that are already out there. So I really love this song. And the part that really amazed me was that one of the lines said you came out of nowhere like a hurricane and that sort of like confirms the fact that yeah it was really like a surprise relationship Mm. for many of us who sort of guessed but never really thought that Mm. they would go into dating so yeah that's Love Song by (laughs) Why Don't We written by Daniel (laughs) C.V. about his girlfriend at the time so I think it was a very beautiful song it was a very different very refreshing take on love songs from the ones that I've heard like Everybody's writing love songs. So I think this is a very nice, different perspective of writing a love song. So yeah, and with that, Mm. I think we could wrap up this segment of... Damn, that's deep. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we heard a lot from all four of us about songs with a lot of meaning. And yeah, I know today when you go back on your commute or wherever, when you're listening to music, choose one song and yeah, maybe go and check out the lyrics because you never know what you're going to learn and what you're going to find in these songs. So yeah, we hope you enjoyed that segment of Damn, That's Deep. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's show. Thank you so much for joining us today and spending your time with us. And yeah, so it's been me, Andrew, Hauchi, Nicholas, and Vivi. And thank you so much for being here today on The Right Note, only on Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. Once again, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Radio Pulse, that's R-A-D-I-O-P-U-L-Z-E, and look out for the Spotify playlist link that we'll be sending out soon that has all the songs we talked about today. And with that, we'll see you next week.